The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. Oompa loompa doompa da If you are wise, you'll listen to gas, man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. Indians call him Gas Man. Get, get, get a lick of this loving. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. on me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded, not me. And my grandmother said to this woman, You're going to do that gas thing? Yeah, we're going to do the gas thing. Laugh out loud. You were right. The best. 
the Black Moods and Don't Let Them Get You Down. Music from Phoenix, Arizona, and they are on tour as well. And we caught them last week at South by Southwest in Austin. It was where I was. That's why there was no show last week. However, we are back in Phoenix, AZ, and we are ready to give you some going global with gas. Man. What's up, Matt? How you doing? I miss you, buddy. I know, man. Last week was, uh, you know, we were out on vacation. I guess you can call it a vacation, but I was still working. Yeah, well, I mean, you were hanging out in a nice little vacation home, though, so it's kind of like a vacation. Yeah, kind of, sort of. I saw to do radio while I was out there, so never really get a whole lot of time just to chill, relax, and, you know, like a pure vacation, meaning you don't do work, you don't do anything, you just loaf and, do, and just be lazy. Yeah, but, you know, it's part of the business, right? You got to meet tons of new bands and musicians, and you probably got to be under the influence of certain narcotics, so it probably <laughs> was a great weekend. Actually, you know what, it was very, I didn't drink at all that week. Well, I didn't say you drank. <laughs> it was, it was, there were so many people there, Matt. It was ridiculous. Now, I was there in 94 in, at South by Southwest in Austin. It would have been seven years old at the time. And when I got there, you know, you can drink a beer in your hand and walk down the streets and just walk into any bar and just see a band. If you don't like it, you walk out. And now it's crazy. There's so many people out there. And uh, the, the venues are there. They've exploded more, actually. There's outdoor venues. There's tent venues. I mean, it's, it's gotten so large now. Uh, you need like lanyards to get into certain venues now, which is ridiculous. You know, it should be free. Every every uh, place should be free. Every bar. Do you think it's turned more into an industrial type of event, or I guess industry type of event, more or less, just for people to show off their high profile musicians and celebrities? Yeah, exactly that. I mean, I went to a Casio party, and it was a private. Well, it wasn't really private. I mean, you had to pay to get in, but it was still only Casio bands were playing there. And you know, yeah, of course, you have industry people showing up because they want to see what uh, what tomorrow's music today sounds like. You know, there's so many bands showing up. I mean, thousands and thousands of bands. I mean, for a you know, a five, six day event, you have, you know, 30 to 50 venues performing, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. There's all styles, you know, there's, there's hip hop, there was, you know, country, there was, uh, you know, hard rock, there was heavy metal, you know, there was, uh, you know, your hipster stuff. I mean, like, seriously, if I see another guy with a beard and a plaid shirt, I'm going to just go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this in regards to as far as like, Shows is there? Would you say uh, are there a lot more bands that are performing on the street trying to get noticed versus actually getting to play in front of crowds? There was a lot of busking. In fact, one of our uh, friends out here in, in Arizona, the Hourglass Cats, right. they were sitting up, uh, set up shop there on the corner. Now they did that last year when we were there, and we actually broadcasted from the streets last year. So they stopped by and did a couple songs for us on the radio, like right on Fourth Street and Brazos, which is like a, a block or two away from the main action, but. Everywhere is main action in a sense. Even though you have your Main Street 6, is, is everything. It just bleeds over to 5th Street, 4th Street, you know, 3rd, and then up to 7th and 8th. And it's just madness. Okay. So it's kind of like that, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of females from, like, Europe. And they always tell me that, oh, you should go out and play, like, in France or England. And you can literally just sit on the you know, side of the street. Right. And people will just walk up to you and stop. And they'll, you know, you can form a crowd. Versus you don't see that a lot here unless it's, you know, like a festival or maybe an industry type event that you just attended. Yeah, you mean no one's going to set up shop down in downtown Phoenix and just start playing music? Yeah, I don't think so. It's a little too hot for that. Well, a little too hot, but I think people will think you're crazy as well. (laughs) You know, there there were so many street performers. In fact, the Hourglass Cats set up and they had to move their set because the cops were like, you can't set up here. And they're like, what? (laughs) It's like everybody else is set up. So they found another street corner and they made like a hundred bucks. Just playing on the street, and it was it was really cool. And then I saw like this uh, quartet of female violin players. Okay, all set up on the on the street, and then there were a lot of drummers out there. 
Were the female quartet players hot? Um, yeah, I mean, they were very attractive, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> that makes you feel better. That makes me feel great. <laughs> a lot of drummers, a lot of, uh, like, you know, trash cans and milk jugs and stuff like that. That kind of drum kit. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like... Stomp. I would, like, I don't know. I saw I saw a video posted from an SXSW showcase. I don't know. Maybe you didn't have access to that. But G-Love was playing with, like, a, a, a tin can guitar. Oh, really? Like, it, the guitar bass was made out of, like, a copy can. <laughs> it was really cool. That's really neat. You know, I think you, you do see that a lot. You know, you see not, not just to hear the great new music from all across the world. You also will get a lot of... Uh, in, in What's the word I'm looking for? Um... Diversity. Well, diversity and kind of a new ways of playing music, I guess you can say. Okay, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. There's this guy, I don't know what it was. It looked like it was made out of like a wok, like, you know, a Chinese wok. Right. And they only make like either 10 to 100 per year, but it's a really cool like drum wok almost. And like you sit there and you slap the top of this metal and it just starts making like all these beats and sounds just on where you're hitting it. And I was like, I want one. But they only make, like, you know, like I said, a limited amount on a yearly basis to actually purchase. Yeah, you got to find them online, I'm sure, and order one, right? I, no, I even went on eBay and everywhere. Like, they, they are so scarce. Like, they, oh, they're custom made for people. So, like, you know, unless, like, you spend the 700 to to $1,000 purchasing one, you're probably not going to go ahead and just sell it because, you know, you're, you got an instrument that's not widely publicized. Right. I guess you have to get it public, you know, publicized in a sense for people to recognize it. Oh, that's really cool. I like the way that sounds. You and it know? does make you stand out, you know, if you're playing it, let's say, here in America, not something I've seen. So if this instrument was out here and I was like, man, this would be really cool to add, like, you know, to some ska or, like, some reggae, because it's got some really cool, like, you know, beat sound, steel drum kind of sound to it. Right. Like, this would be kind of cool in that dance hall kind of funk. And uh, if we had it, man, I was like, I'll go, I'll go learn this right now. <laughs> you know, there was so much uh, eclecticness out there. It was pretty, it was fun. You know, you get to see any, any style of music you want. But I think I suggest for South by Southwest, if they're listening, which I know they are, um, <laughs> what I think would be best because there's so many bars. I mean, literally the 6th the Street it runs about three blocks long. And if it's not a bar, it's... It's a souvenir shop or a food shop. That's it. Everything else is a bar. There's so much going on. But I think what they need to do next year is put a sign out in front to let everyone know what music is playing at that moment. Ah. So if you knew that that had hard rock or if that one had you know, hipster music or something like that, you would go, oh, okay, well, I like that style. I'll walk into that bar and see what's up. Right. No, that, that makes sense. It would make sense. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like digital displays. You know, you have... You just type it in. Here's the band that's playing. This is the style of music they're playing, and here they are right now. Come on, check it out. As opposed to like, kind of not really wasting your time, but if you like walk into a bar, you're uh, I don't like this band. Then you walk out. You have to go to another bar to find out. So you really don't know who's playing, and it's really tough to hear from the street because there's so much noise, there's so much action going on that you really can't pinpoint. Oh, that and, you know, unless you walk closer to the uh, to the sidewalk and the entrances of the bar. You know, one of the pictures that I liked uh, that you posted was the photo of the side-by-side stage where you had one band setting up on the left side, but then you had a live band going on the other side. Yeah, it was really a cool thing to see, and that was an outdoor stage for, uh, like, it was very hard rock music the whole weekend at that stage. But yeah, you're right, they were side-by-side, same exact stage, one band was playing, and then the other band was setting up, and it just makes a lot of sense you know and i see all these bands bringing their equipment and drum kits and they got to set up and break down for you know half an hour to 40 minute set if you're lucky 
why not just have the whole uh, every single venue backlined? You know, have a have a, a drum kit ready to go, everything ready to go. All they got to do is plug in their guitars. They're good. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of financial you know means that obviously are on that side of it. If if we're saying that the promoter and maybe you know the venue, definitely that's really cool because it definitely would expedite the process as far as keeping the flow of people. You know, having a good time, drinking, listening to the music. You know, from the musician side, it definitely can become. Um, a disadvantage, you know, if, you know, say if you're a local band and while you may want to, you know, hang out the whole night, if something comes up and you can't leave because another band is using your back line, you're kind of SOL at that point. Well, it doesn't mean I, I, what I think is like, you know, um, certain drum company, you know, amp company should donate it. <laughs> You know, so it's always there because you know the band's got to lug these stuff around. There's no parking really right there. Maybe some venues might have, hey, you can pull up, unload, and then when your show's done, you got to get out. But other mo- mostly bands were parking and lugging their shit, but you know, a couple blocks, and it's you wow. know it's kind of hilly, you know, so it's it's a pain in the ass. You're uh, making it uh, sound. You're ma- you're giving me more reasons why not to go now. And I was telling you last night I want to go. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, it's a blast. It's a, it's a great experience. If you've never gone, I would I would recommend you go. I, for me, I've two years in a row. It's the same thing, and yeah, I've kind of seen there, been there, done that. And uh, you know, next year if I do go, you know, there's going to be things changed, and we'll uh, end up doing a lot better than we have been the last couple. of years. I would say next year if uh, you go, a uh, you're taking me, and uh, B we need to make sure you know we get like. I don't know, like a cool little press box to do the radio from, right? Because then you could be off the street or maybe even like a building or something, make it look official. Well, what we did, which was cool. Oh, okay, cool. Well, no, what we did, though, is, um, you know, like last year we were there, we actually set up shop right like on a street corner. Like We busked our radio show. Nice. Okay. And we, I used my car uh, cigarette lighter for power <laughs> to, to amp the, uh, to power up the amp and the, and the computer. So we did it all right there. This year... Um, I took my computer, just my computer alone, I plugged a microphone into the computer and just walked in the street and, and talked to a couple bands that way. Oh, wow. And it had to be recorded, of course, but it was really cool, and it gives me a lot more you know, to think about for next year or for any other event we go to. It's just the only thing is my battery power on my computer sucks, so it doesn't <laughs> last very long. But if I can get that remedied, I think it would be a lot better if I can just walk down the street with you know while I'm recording and just stick a mic in front of people and just go for it. Well, yeah, I think it would be cool to also have like a home base where having the opportunity to where you can bring people back into a studio or like a building or a sectioned off area that's you know dedicated to to the radio show. Yeah, and then you can of course still go out on your own to get those pre-records and talk to those you know bands and musicians that are out there on the street or street performers. I'm sure you saw a number of street performers and a number of weirdos out there. Oh, we're Weirdos out and outnumbered the street performers. <laughs> there was some there was some guy in a Texas flag and a and a like bikini shorts. Yeah, I think I saw that one. <laughs> There's another guy getting dressed. He was like wearing just bikinis only and a cowboy hat, and uh, he was he was actually uh, getting uh, dressed in front of the hourglass cats as they were performing on the streets. <laughs> so I'm trying to like sneak a little video of it, and I didn't get it all. I just got like his upper body, his his half naked body. Well, that's fine. I wanted to get him into the G-string. Yeah, I think, we're, I think your <laughs> followers are probably happy about that. I was really upset. I told, I told Corey of the Hourglass Cats, I'm like, dude, I didn't get him in the G-string. He's like, dude. Because he was like pointing at me. Dude, you got to videotape him. You could look, he's changing right now. And I'm like, damn it, I missed it. Right, right. But I, but I got the guy on the corner with a, a Mexican sombrero, a hula hoop, and a sign that says, I'm single, call me, baby. Right. With, no, the, I- with the phone number and everything. Definitely. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll discuss a little bit more when we come back because uh, I want to talk about that accident that happened out there as well and a uh, horrible thing on uh, last Wednesday at the uh, South by Southwest. We'll talk about that when we come back. But let's jam a tune from a band we did meet out there 
Uh, they played the uh, the night that we just played the band, The Black Moods. That's right. They played right before them at Touche's, and these guys are from Burlington, Vermont. And I actually called them like the white earth, wind, and fire. Interesting. And they had dreads, very cool dudes. They were just actually up in Flagstaff, Arizona a couple days ago. And I really had a lot of fun with them, so you guys should take a listen to them. The tune is called Dinosaur Sandwich Party. That's an interesting title. That's the title of their album as well. And uh, by the way, you're going global with gas. Man. And uh, stay tuned. It's the voiceamerica.com variety channel. Rages on. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dinosaur Sandwich Party. Sit back, grab a drink, and let me tell you a story about a couple misfits that I know. Alright. A gang of thieves set upon the road. With the motor and the dama dojo set to overload. Wreaking havoc all across the land. United we stand as the funky ass blast band. To the people and the entertainers too Kicking jams all day in the sun Fun had just begun The energy was like a loaded gun We rocked out at the grill With an all about Till the fucking rocket knocked us Run the fuck out This is how we kick it This is how we kick it This is where it starts to get a little crazy. Well, in the little town of Covalo, we met a man with a smile and a simple flow. He said, I love the phone. You got in the trunk with the smoke of the mud blowing out the top. Yeah, come on and have a drink with me, cause the love is free in the Govalo community. Finally, we're on the road back home, and the dinosaur exists. 
I guess I should wait till the song actually ends. Dinosaur Sandwich Party. That's Gang of Thieves, by the way, from Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. So I'm over there at the South by Southwest Festival that we were at um, all over the week. And it was a really cool time and met some great artists out there. And uh, I, you know, of course, Wednesday was marred by that accident that happened. And uh, we have a couple guys from Ease Up who will be joining us here. As a full band in a moment, we have half the band. We have uh, Mark and Daryl. What's up, man? What's up? That's Daryl and Mark. What's up, Mark? Doing well, thank you, thank you. Right on, man. And uh, we're going to get into your music a little bit later on as well. But, uh, you know, I was over there, and you guys heard about that accident, right? Well, yeah, it's not yeah. really an accident, was it? I mean, what do you uh, Massacre, kind of. Yeah, almost. right? Someone driving down the street or something? Like that? I uh, I didn't catch all the details of it. I've only just kind of read what was being posted on Facebook. But yeah. apparently there's been a few things been going wrong over there. Yeah, there was, you know, there was a ton of fights. Yeah, there were a lot of fights out there. I remember I seen like in bars and on the streets, and it was pretty insane. I had the privilege of being able to go to South by Southwest a couple of years ago, and it was you know it was a nice it was a nice experience for me. And right. I didn't see a whole lot of fights or anything like that. But did I think, you guys play? Um, yeah, uh, it was with another uh, band that I played with a while back ago. Uh, but uh, I, I definitely want to get these up out there. Yeah. South by Southwest needs some ease up. I so. didn't. You know what's funny is uh, I only saw one reggae band out there. Really? Yeah, they were from San Antonio. They're called yeah, Soul Tribe. No. <laughs> Yeah, do you guys know them? Um, no, I've no, heard yeah. of them. Yeah, they were out there, and uh, that was cool. But it, for the most part, it was you know kind of like a, I don't know, the hipster rock, I guess you could yeah. say. It was a lot of that. I told Matt, I was like, if I see another beard and a plaid yeah, shirt. I didn't, I didn't wear my button-up today. <laughs> Dave, Dave will be here later with my flannel and my button-up flannel all the way up the top. <laughs> and, your, and your attached beard. You yeah, got, yeah, the fedora, <laughs> the fedora and the mustache. A lot of fedoras. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of image out there, you know, which is kind of funny. But, uh, you know, that whole Wednesday night with, with that, uh, that jackass who uh, was fleeing from the cops and decided to take a turn down six was around 1230 at night. And me and my co-host, uh, Cindy, who I did the radio show with, uh, Cheap Plug, KWSS 93.9 FM and, uh, in Phoenix. And, uh, Plug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were walking down towards that end of the street where everything happened. It hadn't happened yet, but we were walking down there. And she had never been there. She goes, is there like a sign, an entrance, like an archway over the street that says, welcome to South By, or you know, anything like that, any kind of welcoming sign? I go, no, there's not. She goes, oh, we don't need to go down there. And so we turn around and go back, and that's when it happened. Like, I don't, yeah, right? Really missed it. That's scary. Three, so, far, so far as I know, two people died on the scene, and then one person died in the hospital. It's terrible. This guy's going to give, he's going to fry, man. I know, right? I mean, it's like, what's your, yeah, but the barricades that block the streets are just those wood, uh, you know the foldies. You know the, yeah. that's all it is. We we're, we're, we're trying we're trying too hard to rely on um, you know the people the, the mass like. yeah the acting like you know <laughs> acting accordingly acting like adults and following rules and stuff that we rely too much on people knowing the rules. And Isn't that sad though? It's, like, it's kind of being all thrown out the window nowadays. So it's like it seems to almost I ride I ride my skateboard on the sidewalk and my bicycle on the sidewalk because I don't trust the people on the street. Yeah, the sidewalk might not be safe <laughs> very much anymore, man. Not anymore. Not unless you're at South by Southwest. Yeah, but but you guys live in San Diego, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's you know, 
we talked before. I was like, I uh, was talking with Reform last night, mm. a little bit about the music scene out there. As far as you know, I know you have the the Gaslamp District, um, and you have OB, which I would say more or less is just kind of a park and you know walk down the streets for music and bars. O- OB is OB is a uh, Ocean Beach, by the way. Yeah, Ocean Beach is a uh, it's it's a whole community in its own. It's it's you know the the way it is. It's I'm originally from NorCal. I'm originally from Santa Cruz okay. and Lake County area. So it's uh, with, uh, Ocean Beach reminds me a lot of the whole NorCal beach scene. Right. Just the way it is, the the vibe, the community, the way the local businesses interact with each other, the locals that work with you know locals around there. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a huge local support in Ocean Beach, right. which which uh, which you know s- kind of separates it and really gives it its stigma. You know, compared to places like La Jolla or Pacific Beach or something like that. You know, those are more of the Pop, pop your collar, kind of, sure. you know, going out, get my roofie colada on, but ocean, <laughs> ocean, <laughs> the roofie colada, I love it. Ocean Beach is, uh, you know, it, like I said, it's a, it's, um, it's a, it's a place all, it's, all its own. It has its own little magic that, that, that comes along with it. Right. You know? I mean, is it like every night you find three or four bands playing? Yeah, you can definitely find some really good talent uh, every night. You know, whether you're going into Winston's um, or uh, uh, Gallagher's or you know even uh, Pack Shores and stuff like that. Um, you know, usually, you know, you can even catch uh, some of the local celebrities, local OB celebrities that you see. You know, sometimes you see guys from Slightly Stupid running around, Kyle and Miles or whoever. You know, you always be able to find some somebody who's in the scene there. You know, usually floating. Around either somebody right. from uh, the Whiskey Avengers or you know Mike Pinto, right. you know he's usually Mike, yeah. bouncing around. I, I see Mike all the time, you know, high five and right. what's up and run into each other at the bars and stuff like that. So that's, that's also one of the great things about OBs. You get to you can really interact with the local scene that's around there. And stuff, right. So. Is, is all the music the same in a sense or the same genre? Nah, everywhere, or no, you can definitely you know everything everything has a. Uh, every type of music has its like set time, or you know, like there's like a Sunday night reggae, or like you know, Wednesday night you can catch this and that. But uh, you can catch everything from, um, you know, uh, the, the DJs that are dropping the hot shit to the hot stuff to everybody. You can um, curse. Sweet, I love cursing. <laughs> <laughs> F F F. You can catch all the, you know, you can catch your favorite reggae groups, or you know, your favorite Cali reggae scene, um, or uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of punk bands that come in to, okay. you know, just whatever's around in the scene. They, it's, they, always they, I mean, it's, it's, it's always packed. It's always packed. Right, yeah, exactly. everybody always brings it with them. So right. So you know, well, out here in Phoenix, Arizona, we talk about having a music scene. Of course, Austin is just an amazing music scene overall. Mm. Every 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 day of the year. Highlighted, of course, uh, from last week. But you know, when you travel around and you go to different cities, are you finding uh, different cities have music scenes or? Um, yeah, um, like a, a lot of uh, a lot of districts with, is what I mean, more or less. With um, with the tour that we're doing right now, with, because we get to hit all the big, uh, all the small clubs and the small towns. You know, we're, we're not exactly doing the bigger spots. We're, we're still hitting a lot of the dive bars and stuff like that. So we get a lot of the local scene. You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the local. Uh, Townies, yeah, exactly. Right. The, 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 the townies that uh, that go out and support, music. right, yeah. right. They go out and support the local, the, the the bands that come in and out. And so, um, like Tempe, for for example, um, I, I see a lot of people that have come to you know past shows for Ease Up, and they just keep coming through. And then you know I've seen them at the at the uh, at the at the Puck Shoe shows and right. the, the RAC shows. So I see the the community you right. know, that comes through and filters through. And with all the all the uh, social media on Facebook and everything like that, you know you can see. You know, everybody posts what they're doing, and right. 
paying attention to the scene and just, you know, seeing what's going on, you can see the people that are showing up. And so when we go to the different, you know, we, we make friends with these people, of course, and, you know, we go and hang out with them. I see them on Facebook, and it's like, hey, I see you in real life. It's kind of weird. How you doing, you know? And, do, you, do you ever see, um, I mean, for, for uh, being in a band, I'm sure it's more difficult to go out and, and check out shows in a sense, but do you ever see people that would go to a rock show, go to a reggae show, or, or go to a, this show. I'm talking about cross-pollination is what I'm talking about. There, it happens. There's definitely, there's definitely a lot of cross, cross-mogination, uh, <laughs> if I were to use that word correctly. <laughs> um, there's definitely a lot of you know, cross-pollinizing, uh, as you're saying. Right. Um, I, I, I've, I notice a lot of, uh, um, I know, for instance, you know, I, got a, I got a lot of ICP fans that come out to a lot of... Really? Uh, that come out to a lot of reggae shows now. Interesting. Um, in previous projects that I played in, I have a lot of um, I have a few friends that come around that watch me do a few things. So, uh, like, there's there's a lot of you know there's a lot of quote unquote juggalos and right. people that are coming to reggae shows <laughs> that I see now. You know, like I go to Reggae Rising and I see a handful of my juggalo friends there. And I'm yeah. like, oh, what are you guys doing here? Like, yeah. I don't know. You listen to reggae? It's, that's that's pretty you know, cool though. Are they, are they uh, ICP and St. Clown Posse? Yeah, yeah. Just just as an example, you know, like you know, <laughs> crossing two types of yeah, you know, no, social musical stigma clicks. Yeah. You know that that doesn't really seem like. But they're with, not face painted though, are they? Right. Oh, well, I, I usually, <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> um, but. Uh, <laughs> With 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 you know with the internet and social media and the way that it's able to just you know anybody can access whatever they want to hear you know you can listen to your best friend's band on online now you know that's that's the place to go get it right so a lot of these lines are definitely being blurred and people are ble- you know are, are starting to go and experience a lot of other things you know um, a lot of a lot of metal kids are like wow I didn't know I can have a lot of, a whole lot of fun at a reggae show right. you know but it, it's just all, all it, it's all the same amount of fun it's just being you know sold in different ways or being sure. you know, given to people in different ways. And yeah, I, I always find that reggae it seems to be one of those genres that kind of crosses a lot of different um, people's tastes in a sense where it's I, I don't know how people, I hate reggae or this and that. I've had this conversation with a stranger a couple weeks ago. It's like, who hates reggae, right? I mean, like, stranger. how do you know these rock reggae or whatever your beach rock, whatever you want to call yourselves? It's just good vibes and good fun times. I mean, like, who's against that? No, <laughs> anybody who's against, you know, Attractive people dancing on the floor, <laughs> you know, dancing around on the dance floor. Well, you know, either men or women, depending right. on what you pick. You know, especially you guys Mark and I, like, most likely bring more women to a show than uh, like a heavy I metal mean, band. I, I would like to think so. Um, <laughs> you know, Mark would probably like to see more of the people at shows or people at shows. Anyone that's there to support us is always <laughs> Does awesome. Doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, men as long as as long as they like to dance and uh, get their groove on and get drunk. And have a good time. And have yeah, a great time. That's what it's about, that's, man. That's what we want there. And also, if they got some good-ass weed, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll play the drug code with you guys a little later on. Uh, we have uh, half of Ease Up with us here. Uh, we have Mark and Daryl of the band Bassist and Drummer, respectfully. And so we're missing the, the rhythm section. This yeah. is where yes, all, other this, section, is, right? this is where all the heat and the weight pounds. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Yes. If I can chime in, just a little fun fact. Uh, you guys were talking about the cross-pollinization between, and he used the example ICP. If you go back to actually Juggalo Championship Wrestling, Sublime. <laughs> Juggalo Championship, actually, yes. Right, Sublime's music is actually featured in it, so there's definitely, like, they've got that long history of uh, crossover, if you will. I, 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 now that you bring that up, <laughs> I, uh, I haven't thought about that in a long time, and yes, there is some Sublime in the Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Yeah, that's right, because I got a good friend of mine who's a Juggalo, and that was like how we, we bonded me. when we first met. <laughs> oh, you like Reggae? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> There's something else out there other than crazy so, rap rock. So what about you guys as far as what do you go outside of your genre to listen to? Um, I'm like Daryl. I'm from the, the Bay Area, Northern California, like Santa Rosa, San Francisco. So honestly, um, 
the other night we were playing a show in Santa no I forget. Anyways, I think we were in Ventura. We were in Ventura, and I believe Andre Nicotina was right down the street, and uh, that's actually one of the artists that I, I really like to listen to in my spare time and stuff like that. So, along what with is the, that? The what cross, kind of? the cross, uh, cross genre is uh, right. he's a he's a hip hop artist from the Bay Area. So okay. it's like, I guess it would be I don't even know if he'd be part of the hyphy movement, but just Bay he's, music. He's, kind he's, of. he's uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a, a hip hop artist, a rapper. Did you say hyphy, hyphy movement. What's yeah. that? It's a it's it's. Kind it's, of a term. That it's a it's a it's a type evolved. of hip hop that originated out of the Bay Area. Yeah, check out check out Too Short, Mac Dre. Yeah, okay. It's kind of it's kind of like a it's like, hyphy, it's, hyphy, it's hyphy, like hyphy. a um, really uh, obscene type of uh, just partying kind of. It's it's taking it to the next level. It's it's mostly just keeping it real. Kind of yeah, keeping it real. Dumb. Not just listening to music, keeping but making it the entertainment <laughs> business dumb. and keeping everyone entertained. <laughs> All right, let's continue on. We're gonna play some. We'll, we'll play some music, and uh, we'll talk more of these up here. And uh, we're gonna play some tunes. Who am I gonna play? I think these guys are out of New York, and I like these guys a lot. You take a listen to this. It's called "Stoned and Starving" from Parquet Courts, and it's independent music that we'll play here. It's tomorrow's music today, as we like to say here on Going Global with Gas. Man, thank you, Matt. <laughs> here on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back. More of these up.
I love carpet. I love desk. Brick, are you just looking at things in the office and saying that you love them? I love lamp. Do you really love the lamp, or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. I've been to so many crossroads That I've forgotten all the turns And I've spent all my money Ways to wipe out my concerns But the therapy in a toddler's object Is not something that leaves you blissful within In the morning the daylight is broken Just like the night before Sending and 
Sophia Talvik, and that's called The War, and I had a chance to uh, run into her, actually. It was kind of a total random thing out in South By last week in Austin. I met her about a year and a half ago, and they came through Phoenix and had her on the radio show, and just great people. Her and Jonas, who she, that's her husband, who she calls the MacGyver, traveling around the country in a big RV, and uh, out, of, out of nowhere, Matt, is uh, I'm sitting there at the bar, and I see Jonas. I'm like, wow, that guy looks familiar. And then I get a tap on the shoulder, and it's Sophia. I'm like, oh my god, that's so crazy. So random. Randomness. It was awesome, so I thought I'd play some of that. And uh, I'll play some more music from uh, South Pilot uh, as the show continues on. But we have Ease Up now, who is chilling with us here in studio. And uh, yeah. we've got the rest of the band oh, with oh. us. Yeah. So let's introduce the rest of them. We have Rico and Nate showing in. Showing yeah. up. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? That's how we relate, yo. That's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost done, by the way. No. <laughs> I think uh, Daryl and, uh, and Mark were doing a good job. Handling it. <laughs> we were talking about... Uh, now, you guys aren't really strangers to... Um, Phoenix, are you? You guys have been here a few times. Yeah, we played at the Yucca Tap Room a couple times. Um, you know, we, we love coming out here. Right on. We have sweated in the desert sun before. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good time to come out now, though. It's amazing right now. Right. Yeah. This is uh, almost like San Diego weather, right? This is almost. beautiful. Just no, only, just no beach. Yeah, it's like San Diego weather. No only without the pretty <laughs> girls and the ocean and the, <laughs> and hey, the awesomeness and the deliciousness and all the San Diego stuff. <laughs> That's just the home we're talking right there, man. We have pretty girls here in Arizona, too, man. <laughs> you gotta go to the mill. Yeah, you gotta go to the mill, right? You gotta go to the college. You gotta scour the uh, 
They're barely legals. <laughs> you, you guys, uh, where, where have you guys traveled? I mean, you guys uh, hit the road a lot, don't you? Yeah, so for where, sure. Where, where do you go? What's the normal route for you? We, I um, mean, you, the last like year and a half, I guess we've been traveling mostly through California, like all the way up to, you know, Frisco, Chico. Um, but you know, we, we've we've actually traveled to like Idaho. We've been to Washington and Oregon, um, Arizona, Vegas. Um, we've, you know, we traveled quite a, quite a bit in the West Coast. We're just trying to, you know, get out to the East Coast. That's the, that's the goal. Is that, well, like, where, where, where about are you looking to perform out there? Um, you know, Florida, all the way up, all the way up the East Coast, you know. Hopefully, uh, make it to New York and Boston and... Are, are you getting, like, requests to come out there? Uh, yeah, we actually have some people who want us to, to get out there, you know, random requests. People want us to come play in, uh, you know, like, Connecticut and shit, and so right. it's, uh... It's cool, but we, you know, it's not it's not yet uh, feasible <laughs> for us. But what about like other bands out there that are your style in a sense or the same genre? Are, are, I mean, I don't know the East Coast that well as far as that music goes. So, is are there a lot of bands that uh, play there's, this? There's definitely a handful. We were um, we had the pleasure of touring with one band that's from Jersey called Echo Movement. Yeah, a fantastic group Ooh. of guys and really talented musicians. And uh, there's a lot of other great bands that are coming out of the East Coast. Soja, Supervillains. Um, I don't know. Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo. No Ballyhoo, right? I'm yeah. with them. Um, and you guys have a new album out, too. Yeah, we just released uh, on March 4th. We released our first full length. It's a self titled album. Uh, we're stoked on it, you know? We, uh, we, we got up to the top 10 in, on the iTunes reggae charts. Uh, we made up to number six on the Amazon uh, reggae charts and. You know, we've been getting some good response so far. That's so great, it's man. Been cool. Is that all kind of all natural in a sense of of rising in the charts like that, or? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just from the support of our fans, you know, and all of our friends and family that you know had our back since day one. Right on, man. Well, I've heard of you guys from quite some time since I've known Matt, who uh, is in Puck Zoo. You guys played with him last night yeah. over at the uh, Yucca Tap Room, so he speaks highly of you guys as well. Right he on. speaks highly of you guys. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, I got to play with them in November. Then we got to play with them last night. We get to play with them Uplift. I mean, that's like. Three times. Oh, yeah, that's right. Home. Uplift Festival coming up. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be fun. I want to give some sound. I want to play a tune. Which one are we going to play? Let's do do Liquor Store. All right, I got to find it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. While he's looking for that, why don't you tell everybody where they can look up Ease Up? Uh, You can find us, uh, you know, on iTunes, um, Facebook. You can hit us up there. We got Twitter and Instagram, Ease Up Music. Amazon. Amazon, you know, we're 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 all over the internet, so just look up Ease Up. And, and that's not the Amazon like in Brazil. That's like <laughs> Amazon.com. The, the way I like my women, Amazon. I'm surprised the, the Amazon didn't capture that domain. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Amazon.com. I'm sure someone's upset down there. All right, let's jam this liquor store. I'm sure it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Take a listen to Ease Up right now. It's going global with gas. Man. On uh, Voice America Variety Channel. Fell in love on my way to the liquor store. Never seen someone so beautiful before. I fell in love on my way to the liquor store. When I got there, forgot what I came here for. I see you looking over those bottles of wine. Such a beautiful face I fell in love, love On my way to the 
voiceamerica.com I just totally fl- messed up there so my bad <laughs> Matt you gotta save me on that one man <laughs> I was just a loss with the you know talk with these up here that was a great tune liquor store falling in love on the way to liquor store huh mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he didn't really fall in love <laughs> I got drunk on the way back yeah. <laughs> forgot what it was I think I fell in love with the bottle more the uh, brand new album is out it's ease up self-titled album now you got a uh, what about how many songs you have on there um, 11 11 songs mm-hmm. so which you had prior, I'm sure you had a lot more than 11 songs, so how difficult was it to choose the 11 for this album? Um, I mean, it wasn't that difficult. Actually, we had 11, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much landed on it. That was it, <laughs> that was it right? There's actually, there's actually a few songs. There's like four songs on there that uh, we re-recorded uh, from previous EPs that we had released. Um, so we actually, you know, we dug up some old, some old tunes and kind of re- remixed them, redid them, and... 
put them out there on there, and then there's the other seven are all brand new. How, how oh. long ago was the recording from the first time to this time? Was Man, there a big break? It's Should been you... like two years in the making. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. You know. one, one of the songs on the album is a cover song, too. It was ori- oh, yeah. originally done by Sam Cooke, yeah. and it was uh, popularized by Cat Stevens. It's called uh, Another Saturday Night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. I was like, all right. Yeah. I called it out right away. We all thought it was a, a Cat Stevens song until we looked it up for the publishing, and we're like, oh, it's Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Who's that? <laughs> Shame on you, man. How, 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 far, how far back do you go with music? I mean, I like to listen to just about anything. I'm not yeah. afraid of you know a time period on music. I definitely listen to some classical music now and then. I mean, it's not my you know main thing in my right. mix. <laughs> I, I love hearing like a cover song, you know, especially done when you're, with your style and stuff. You know, I've uh, seen a band they played. Uh, I think they were Coral Thief from Colorado. Oh, yeah. Played um, uh, Caribbean Queen. What? Yeah, <laughs> Billy Ocean. Mm. And I was like, wow, this really works well, man. So what else have you, what else have you tried as far as putting together for a, a song that you said, nah, it's just not working for us? Or is there other songs that you have besides another Saturday night? Uh, well, you know, we, we, we tend to play some, some long bar gigs, so we have quite a few uh, covers that we know how to play. But we always put our own twist on them. You know, we, right. do, we do a lot of medleys, so we like to throw as many songs as we can into one chord progression. All right. Um, I like, like that, though. That's cool. Yeah. Like, we do, you know, like we do, like, well, there's one. Where's one cover we do? We do "Get Up, Stand Up," um, you know, by Bob Marley. But then we we throw in "Jam Rock" by Damian Marley. We throw in uh, "No Diggity" uh, by Blackstreet. We throw in like all these other, you know, right. covers and stuff. So if you mix ever, it up a little bit. If you've ever heard of "Axis of Awesome," we basically do the four minute song over and or the four four chord, four chord song four chord over song. and over yeah, and over again. Doing. I've seen that before. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. It's right. pretty amazing how many songs <laughs> come from that melody. I, actually, I stole a lot of songs from that medley. <laughs> 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 nice. Isn't Get Up Stand Up written by Neil Diamond? Um, I'm just messing with you guys. Um, <laughs> if so, I might be the biggest Neil Diamond fan ever. I didn't even know it. <laughs> You're right. You can imagine Bob Marley ripping off Neil Diamond. <laughs> but you just never know, right? I mean, you dive back to that time. Because you're right, all those uh, songs from the 50s got redone a little bit. You know, in the, in all the 70s singer songwriters were, you know, mm-hmm. scooping them up and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so. so Describe people out there for you guys. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, your, your music and everything for people out there listening might be new to this. Um, what can they expect from a show from Ease Up? Oh, some debauchery, for sure. <laughs> Lots of debauchery. But, I mean, you know, we, 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 we tend to blend, uh, you know, different styles of music. Like, we're not just a reggae band. Like, we play a lot of ska music, play a lot of rock, play a lot of punk rock. So, you know, it's definitely high energy. We, we like to bring a lot of high energy to our shows. You can definitely expect to sweat because we like everybody dancing. So we're going to try to keep you dancing all night so you sweat all over the floor and get right. swag all over everyone because that's the only way to Do you guys, heat. you get angry at people not dancing? Yes, I throw at the walls. <laughs> out on it for he sure. Throws, yes. He throws drumsticks for I throw, sure. I throw <laughs> you, really? fecal matter and drumsticks. <laughs> I throw temper tantrums. <laughs> His like temper a five-year-old in the, in the grocery store aisle when you're like yeah. trying to get a candy bar and your mom's like, put it back. <laughs> <laughs> and I usually throw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever run into a crowd where they just weren't getting you until maybe towards the halfway through the set and just maybe I mean, some maybe a different city yeah that was definitely like that. that one show we played in drag when we were all in miniskirts and didn't have underwear on <laughs> they didn't I don't, I don't, I don't remember those show. were kilts <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it was that doesn't sound made up that's not like it actually happened did okay, it? Well, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit this there? later, right? <laughs> no. no, we're live. We, we oh, keep it no. as it is, man. If you want, it's Hopefully my extra. grandma's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, so I was talking to, uh, to Daryl and, and Mark already about uh, where they're from, from Northern California. So where are you guys from? Uh, I'm Rico. born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, nice. You know, grew up SoCal, SoCal boy. All right. And uh, I'm a Californian hey. as well. Uh, I was actually born in Washington State in Spokane, but since a year and a half old, I lived in Northern California in Chico and spent the last almost four years in San Diego. Right. I can't really imagine leaving California other than for playing music right. and then coming back. <laughs> so, so how did you guys meet? <laughs> uh, well, I started the group back in 09, and then, you know, it's just the dynamic of a band. Sometimes, you know, members come and go. Right. Uh, I met Daryl actually through uh, Craigslist. Uh, he answered one of our, you know, inquiries for finding a drummer. It was way before, it was way before Tinder, so we yeah. had <laughs> Craigslist style. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he brought in Nate because they know each other from Chico. Yeah, okay. him and I briefly played in a band together in Chico and had played in the same scene for quite a while together. Mm-hmm. And, and up there in Chico? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nate, Nate and I, we've been playing music together probably the last seven, eight years. All right, so, so when you moved down to San Diego, you could already keeping in touch and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of the plan. Nate and I were going to come down and take San Diego by storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't really much more room for advancement in Chico in the music industry or scene. Yeah. Kind of hit the ceiling. Yeah, I can imagine what it's... I mean, I know it's like the number one party school. It's <laughs> a great place. Don't get There's me wrong. A prison. I mean, Isn't there a prison there, too? No, that's Chino. Oh, Chino. That's right. I always get <laughs> And I get up. that all the time. I'm like, I'm from Chico. They're like, oh, where the prison is. No. <laughs> I always get that Unless you up. consider college prison, then yes. <laughs> that Nate, he's super hardcore with Chino. <laughs> was there, yeah. I mean, was there a music scene out there? I mean, was it, I mean, because oh, being yeah. college, I imagine Definitely. there's, you know, going on. Was, was it a couple places or was it a Yeah, there was a, a definitely a few something? different bars to play at that had good followings. Lost on Main had a nice reggae night. LaSalle's had a, you know, Wednesday night they did dollar beers and had bands, and both of those were a pretty good time. But uh, you know, doing a uh, a reggae rock band there, doing some originals, and I was playing in a country band, and that was paying my bills. Right. But you know, there was not a lot, a lot of room for advancement on top of that. So the nice. opportunity to come to San Diego, play in a, a band that had original music, work with Rico, who is an amazing singer and songwriter, and get back to working with Daryl, who was definitely the best drummer that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Liar, liar. <laughs> on fire. You see how I did that? My nose is like growing yeah, and getting brown at the same time. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez is all over in there. Um, and then, yeah, and then Mark actually just been with us for a month now. He's, a month. Oh, he's, the, he's the baby. Old. He's the baby in the group. Oh, right on, man. Yeah. He's, actually, he's actually my baby. <laughs> we actually my let him legitimate take son. the blindfold off for this, too. <laughs> <laughs> Still in initiations. But. Yeah. So, uh, how met, did that happen? How did I met uh, D-Rail, Daryl, at a, at a f- festival, quote-unquote festival in um, NorCal <laughs> um, about five years ago with a previous band I was in and his previous band and... Um, it's really funny because he doesn't remember meeting me. We met him again at a later show. We're like, oh, do you remember us? And he was like, nope. nope. Too drunk. <laughs> right. Way too drunk. And we're like, all right, dude, no big deal. And uh, I just kept fr- in touch. And he would come up and hang out with uh, me in Santa Rosa whenever he was in town visiting his family. And then um, I saw these guys needed a bass player. And my band wasn't doing anything anymore. So I decided right. to try to jump on and ride some coattails for a second. Right. right. A month old. I mean, that's pretty crazy, man. You had a lot of, lot of songs to learn. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cram session for right, sure. I would imagine. Yeah, we, we were throwing down some some uh, like nine hour practices. Like I think the longest one we did was twelve hours. Twelve hours. We did a twelve hour twelve hour session one day. Wow, man. So you so Mark, you joined the band. Then how soon were you hitting the road? Uh, I s- honestly spent more time on the road than I have in San Diego so far. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved to San Diego oh, and did? I spent okay. about a week in San Diego, and then uh, 
I've been on the road with these guys since then. So oh, right on. Yeah, so all of about two weeks. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so you actually moved to San Diego to be a part of the band. Yeah. Oh, all right. Nothing. Well, nothing right more. On, I had nothing else down there. I just literally told them that uh, so I would great, move man. down if they didn't ask me to move back. And and yeah. there's a couch to sleep on and a, a base to play. So Dude, that's awesome, man. Here we are. That's great. I love that spirit, man. Ease up, Ease up has a has a notorious history for trial by fire. So right. we're a huge fan of just you know throwing everything into the wind and just give it up to Ease up and just dedicate yourself to this all the way. Dude, that is kind of my philosophy. I I throw uh, Matt the intern in under the bus once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> go big or go home. I mean, pretty much. Daryl's first show. Uh, actually, we uh, we were looking for a drummer. We had we we had a show, and our drummer bailed, and so we were looking for a drummer. And we remember Daryl had hit us up on Craigslist, and we called him, and we had a show in L.A. And we're like, Daryl, if you can come up to L.A. right now, come play this show with us, then you're in the band. And he he didn't I have a car. Up. He didn't, didn't have any way getting up. I didn't have a car. I was just <laughs> I was ten months into San Diego. I was like, I got to get up there. He, we so had, was, I think we had like one practice, like not yeah. even it wasn't even practice. It was like just a it was just an adi- <laughs> it was just an audition. I showed up to a jam room with you guys and I jammed through like three songs with you guys and that was yeah. about it. It was like an hour jam. So then I got the phone call and this this uh, a friend of mine that I had just met, like I'd already known this guy for maybe a day or so. Uh, I ended up giving him fifty bucks and I was like, "Yo, you drive me to Hermosa Beach. I got I got to go nail this gig." Right. So and. End up going up there, and cool. through the whole clamor, I ended up forgetting my drum throne. So I made yeah. sh- I made one out of a table and a chair, and <laughs> quickly did the show. They're like, "What do you do?" I was like, "I'm gonna rock." Mm-hmm. What do you bitches think I'm gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And same thing with Nate too. Nate, like, yeah. his first show, he we hadn't even practiced. We hadn't even played we together. Had, no, yeah. we played together one time. I came down when you guys were playing Pacific Fest with like Revolution, oh, Expendables, right, right, and right. Seedless and stuff. It was an OC. And we had like a secret rehearsal <laughs> that they didn't tell the other bass player about. <laughs> and then I went back up and I waited about like two weeks and got a call. They're like, we want you to come down here in 14 days and come play some shows. I was like, cool, I got a show 14 days from now in Chico. And it's the last one I have booked. Can you do 15 days? They're like, we'll hold, yeah, we'll keep the other bass player around for the last gig. Oh, so I showed up and... Like brought like two clothes, two laundry hampers full of clothes, and my bass and amp, and and you drove straight to a show. And drove came down, drove straight to the show, nice. and uh, met them up there. Well, no, I drove straight to San Diego, and then had to turn around and go back to Long Beach. Remember, we were playing Long Beach Gallagher's, yeah, and uh, or Huntington Gallagher's. Okay. And uh, when we got there, or we we're on their way there, you're, someone was like, "You ready to play Feeling Ari?" I'm like, "You didn't send me that song." <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm like listening to it on the way there and tried to improv my way through it as best I could. And, worked. worked. And out. I think that's actually where the baseline came from. I don't think I ever changed it from that first night. <laughs> I, think <Nice>. it's, <laughs> I think it was just like meant to be. I'm playing it now. So I want to know like, yeah, the other bass player, did he, he went on tour with you and then that was it? Or he well, never we, made we, that? We weren't really like touring, touring. Like we were more like doing one offs. Like we'd right. play. You know, a show in the middle of the week or Some you know, a show or two. Yeah. Style, right. yeah, so we weren't like on the road, on the road, you know? Right. Um, not like we're doing now. So. All right. Well, let's jam another song. Yeah, um, let's, do, let's do Undercover Lover. All right. That's, I'm a gonna fun play. One. That's yeah, like our most reggae song that we got. VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you. Shout out, shout, shout out. out. Let me go load it up here. Um, Puck Shoe. Yeah, so, so tell everyone your uh, website. 
EaseUp.com. EaseUp Music. No, no not EaseUp.com. Ease Scratch that. EaseUp.bandcamp.com. <laughs> and we very soon might be up at uh, EaseUp.net. No, EaseUpMusic.net. EaseUpMusic.net. We're working on getting our, yeah, our website up. We're, we're working on getting a lot of this set up. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'll tell you, man. I talk to a lot of bands. I'm like, where do people find you? Like, oh, you can get us on uh, Twitter, on Facebook, on Tumblr, on Instagram, on this, on that, on this, and that. And I'm like, Red like where's your that's website? That's ridiculous. Right? Where's your website? <laughs> yeah, that's how we've been for the longest time. But, you know, we, we actually linked up. With uh, with some cool guys in Peerless, Peerless group out of uh, Orange County, and uh, they're hooking us up with a lot of good online social media presence and right stuff. On, so man. they're they're getting us our website up. So it should be up soon. All right. Plus, websites are so two thousand and late, don't you know? <laughs> it's all about Facebook now. It's all about Instagram, interactive Instagram, apps. Yeah, interactive we need to make it ease up app <laughs> where you can press buttons and stuff like that, and make it easy for them. <laughs> and it's going to be that way. I mean, pretty soon it's going to have to funnel down into one source. I mean. You know, why spread yourself thin? I mean, that's why I see all these bands. Because they, the, yeah. they have to. We got, are you on there? No. Right, oh, you right. got to be on there. Oh, are you on there? No. Well, you got to be on there. Right. It's, just, it's like, when does it stop? You know? <laughs> and the thing is, you know, you're spreading people out for so much. And, you know, back in the day, we always talk about this as far as radio goes. And music was really coming from one source. It was mm-hmm. a radio station. Right. And now you, you can, everyone does it their own. So now it's all over the place. And I'd like to see it come back to be a little more consolidated. Mm-hmm. You know, to so. go to one place and find all your music as right. opposed to going and trying Everywhere. to find <laughs> all these different things yeah, going on. But. Down with the internet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that what you're saying? I got what you're saying. Maybe. <laughs> Undercover Lover, it's Ease Up here, going Global Gas. Man. On uh, VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. Acting shady lately Baby, 
Welcome to the best way to improve your ball striking with... I wouldn't do that to an animal. Hate on me for making this song. I wonder why I suddenly thought of him out of the blue like that. I do remember sitting down with my boys. But I ain't nobody's boy. That's Thanks. dirty water. To... And my grandmother said to this woman... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Thank you. 
you have mental problems, man. Back in the day when we used to say, you see the beach up and just waste our way. Soaking the waves and bite out the waves. This is how we spend our summer school days. Now I won't give up, give up, give up, give up. Now that there's not much time to up <laughs> that, that way that was on the recording right the laughter yeah. <laughs> i couldn't tell if it was just right here in the room or not uh, we have ease up with us hanging out here going global with gas 
man. Yeah. There you are, Matt. I was wondering if you were there or not. <laughs> um, Rico, Nate, and Mark at the moment in the room, and uh, Daryl will be in here in a few, because uh, we're going to talk more about the music and everything, and uh, I also want to talk about some social issues, if you guys are down. Cool. You know, being in the genre of what you are, you know, we got, uh, you know, medical marijuana, cannabis, all becoming legal and everything like that, so being California, of course, it's medical legal. Not overall legal, but you guys have been traveling around a little bit, different states, and uh, you finding pretty much the mentality is, you know, let's just make it legal, right? Pretty much. I, I mean, there's definitely mixed opinions that I find from people, I, and it's a subject I personally like to debate, too, because a lot of people, I feel, are willing to concede taxing it to legalize it, where I feel like it shouldn't have to take on any specific extra tax to become legal. You know, I feel like there's enough syntax that already goes on with cigarette taxes, right. alcohol taxes, gambling taxes. It's like, you know, what are we really getting for this taxation anyways? I feel like there's just no real reason to submit ourselves to another unnecessary tax. Well, you see all these taxes, and do you really see life improving for everyone? <laughs> right. So where's this money going? Exactly. It's paying for military, interest on our currency, uh, a bunch of senators and blah, blah, blahs right. to, to kick back and and stall things in the House and the Senate. Well, well it's funny, you know, you, you bring that up because out here in Arizona this past week, um, the Federal uh, Drug Administration has approved a uh, study for PTSD for our soldiers for use with cannabis to help them with that. And uh, That's you, a step in the right direction. It's, it's a great step. For in fact, sure. even though there's a bunch of uh, senators and uh, writing letters to President Obama saying, hey, remove marijuana from Schedule 1 and because it does obviously have medicinal value. Right. So you get all this mentality is really kind of going in the right direction to a certain degree. And out here in Arizona, um, even U of A was like, yeah, this PTSD study is worth looking into for, for uh, helping our, our soldiers to come back from war. And we have a senator here. Her name is Kimberly Yee, who is in charge of the Education Committee. So basically what the deal is this is that the sale of marijuana cards here in Arizona, the money that would, go th- from, that would come from that, would go fund this PTSD testing to make sure it's working and it's, and it's good for that. It passed in the House 52 to 5 to, to move forward. That's amazing because it's yeah. a Republican House. Right. Everyone pretty much is for it. It gets to Kimberly Yee. She's like, no, we're not going to study this. What? She said no. She said no, we're not going to study this. There's still a huge stigma that's attached to it, you know? People, you know, that are born... From a different era and a different generation, we'll always have that stigma that was created by propaganda that right. was tied onto it. Right. You know? So you have generations of people who have bought into this system of lies yeah. of you know because you know before 1937 it was legal. Yeah, it was, yeah, the, it was the Dupont Corporation right. that essentially tried to squash it out because the hemp products rivaled their synthetic products. Right. And that's the thing that I'm kind of really excited about too with the marijuana movement is that hopefully we start to see a another surge of those natural products coming forward, you know, forward, you know, the hemp oils, the hemp ropes, the different products that they can right. make from that that are natural, that are going to rival synthetic things. I'm all about that. Right. Well, hemp seeds are pure. They're sustainable. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can actually live on hemp seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, it produces gas, you know, I mean, there's so much it does that, that can help it. And, and to squash that as they did back then, which like, why wouldn't DuPont say, well, let's just get into that instead. Right. You know, or I wouldn't other companies be like, let's just do that instead, but they didn't. That's not their thing, because anyone can grow hemp, and they have the technology of those synthetic products, which other people right. don't. So right. that's, you know, that's their foot there that they got on. <laughs> that scares them. Yeah. You know, and the whole, so how do you approach someone who is so animally against this to say you're wrong? You know, I, it's, I would it's delicate. start by, rep- um, by referencing the Stanford, Stanford Medical Study 
where <clears throat> they've identified the ID1 gene as being like the trigger of cancer growth. Mm-hmm. It causes it to continue to grow. And they've been doing uh, localized injections with CBD, which is a non-psychoactive ac- uh, component of marijuana. There's 10 uh, active components of marijuana, three different types of THC molecules, seven different types of cannabinoids. CBD cannabididiol is a non-psychoactive component, and when it's used in a localized injection on these um, tumors, they are stopping the growth of cancer mm. with the cannabididiol molecule. It attaches to the ID1 gene, essentially shutting it off, constricting the DNA around the gene. And it's quite an amazing advancement in, in medicine. You know, it's a 20-year study that the guy's been studying cannabididiol and a 25-year study that the other guy's been studying the ID1 gene. And, you know, they've brought their studies together and came to this conclusion. And I think that in itself should be enough for any person with, a, you know, a, a compassion towards people that have medical illness right. that they should be at least studied. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, that's something that you can put that prove in front of people. It's a Stanford study. It's not speculation. Well, that's it. You know, you can go look it up if you want. Well, it's it's about getting those guys with uh, with big names or someone with some stature in the in in the public eye that will come out and and stand up for it and support it. You know, as opposed to like, you know, some some guy who might because a lot of guys in the in the marijuana movement can be a little kooky. I mean, it's just the way it is. Absolutely, those those guys up there, like you know, the high times kind of thing. In a sense, it makes fun of it and whatever you know, whatever it is, it supports it, but. It just doesn't come as a legitimate source of news and, and information to convince someone otherwise. Yeah, some some of the sometimes the faces of the movement seem to kind of take away from it a little bit. Right. But at the same time, you know, we're all human beings and we're all Americans. We all have the same rights. You know, one person's opinion shouldn't be any more important than another's. Right. You know, we're all in it for the same thing. I, I agree with you. Self-advancement, freedom, liberty, the, you know, the American dream. You know, I met America. somebody who does science work for uh, for cannabinoids. Do you know how many cannabinoids there are? Seven. That's um, what I was under the impression of. Okay. Um, well, he, maybe, maybe these aren't cannabinoids. These are like all over something like that. There's like 420 of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if the exact, like what you're talking about, that might be a side thing of him. But yeah, he said there's 420 different ways you can use this, I guess, in, in a sense. Oh, wow. So that's what they're, this is a the guy I met a few weeks ago. So I, mean, I don't know. I'll have to double check it. But uh, so we were talking about that. And he's like, because all these things, they can just dissect and do all this can help this. This can help this. This mm-hmm. can help that. And exactly. This. And that's one of the beautiful things about it is the science of the movement is finally starting to catch up to people's passion about it. Because so many people for so long smoke marijuana because it makes them feel good and they can't explain why. Right. And, you know, now we're realizing that if you're tired, there's marijuana that can make you feel awake. And if you're awake, there's marijuana that can make you feel tired. Right. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's stuff that takes care of pain, nervous system issues, um, uh, psychoactive issues. All kinds of different things. It's, it's pretty amazing the way that all these different compounds have different effects on each person. And the specifics of it are to every person. You know, what might affect one person one way can affect another person completely different. Right. You know, just like with, you know, I, I personally am a, a medical marijuana patient for attention deficit disorder. I have been ever since I was 18. Um, I found that with, uh, you know, my original medication I was taking, the uh, Adderall, you know, if I were to take it, it makes me kind of calm. But if other people take that stuff, it makes them bounce off the walls. Right. You know, and so marijuana, used in a correct fashion, I feel it has way better effect on my ADD. I've stopped taking those pills 
14, 15 years ago. Really? And I've never looked back. Interesting. And I, I regulate my ADD with small doses of marijuana, and it, it affects me in a much more positive way with no negative side effects. But this, isn't that kind of the main concern for a lot of people is, well, what is the dose? You know, what, that, how much should you take? Because that's still being debated, isn't it? And it's absolutely specific to every person, you right. know. Rush, Lim- Rush Limbaugh was sucking down, like, 80 Oxycontins a day or something right. like that. Like, you can't even take, like, <laughs> one of those. It would kill you. Like, so what is a, what's a proper dose for anyone, you know? I wonder if he grounded him up and snorted him. <laughs> he probably stuffed him up his butt. Who knows? <laughs> I like to sprinkle it on my Frosted Flakes. Uh, well, let's, uh, we're, we're, we're talking with Ease Up from San Diego, um, and uh, you guys are hanging out with us here. Thank you so much for doing so, too. As, uh, last night, you were at the Yucca Tap Room in Tempe, Arizona, performing some music, uh, getting into a little conversation about uh, our society woes. Um, but I want to play a game with you guys. It's called Drug Code. Okay? All right. So what we do is we're gonna, uh, I'm going to play a little sound bite from a commercial about a uh, prescription <laughs> drug. We're going to hear the side effects. Is anal leakage one of them? I hear that in a lot of it. I'm not sure if anal leakage is in this one, but we'll play this, and then you tell me which drug. And I'll give you choices, okay? In fact, let me, I'll give you the choices first. Okay, I'll give you three drugs to choose from. I'll play it, and then you choose from, all right? All right, we're going to do um, Avidart, Cymbalta, and Celebrex. Okay. What are those? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> they're, just, they're just pills that push on TV with happy music in the background and tell you and tell you things like this. I think may increase the chance of heart attack or stroke, which can lead to death. This chance increases if you have heart disease or risk factors for it, such as high blood pressure or when NSAIDs are taken for long periods. All prescription NSAIDs, including also increase the chance of serious skin reactions or stomach and intestine problems, such as bleeding and ulcers, which can occur without warning and may cause death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Celebrex, because that just sounds like a celebration yeah. of medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a celebration of side effects, you mean? <laughs> You're going to get all the above here if you take this one. <laughs> all right, now you go there. Um, what were the choices again? Cymbalta. Right. Cymbalta? Uh, Abadart. Abadart. Uh, Celebrex and Cymbalta. Sounds like Celebrex to me. Celebrex? Mark? Avidart? I'm definitely with Celebrex. You're doing Celebrex? All right. Uh, I would say one of you is wrong. I'm <laughs> 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 not saying Celebrex. I had to. Somebody obviously doesn't take a handful of pills. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like... The, yeah. yeah, you guys don't go in your grandma's medicine cabinet every once in a while and just go crazy for a <laughs> few minutes. That's Celebrex. You ulcers occasionally and stuff like that. Especially when the rash comes, sometimes it makes things look way bigger than it actually is, just because of the rash and the swelling. It's really awesome. It's funny. It's like, hey, these are the ulcer pills. May cause ulcers. (laughs) (laughs) It's so ridiculous, I know, right? All right, we're going to come back. We'll play another game with the guys before we get out of here, and some more Ease Up music, too. It's uh, one of those days. One of those days. And... uh, it is. That's one of those days right now. <laughs> right, exactly. Features. All right, we'll be it's back. It's got a couple of uh, special guest features on it. Yeah, who is on this? Yeah, we got uh, we got John John from the Dirty Heads playing percussion. Nice. Um, it was produced by uh, Lewis Richards from uh, 17th Street. And then we got Moy. Dave. Moy from, uh, from uh, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds singing the, the bridge. Well, that's from cool, the new man. band Life. Yeah. And we'll talk about the connection there when we come back. So let's cool. this. We'll be right back. All right. It's one of those days. It's one of those days And now it feels like nothing's gonna go my way Time to get out of this place
baby, we light along the way. Boss man said my services are needed anymore. Escorted out the door. Found my lady packing up her bags. She said, did you really think that this would last? Never felt so down. Like I do right now. It's one of those days. It's one of those days. Like nothing's gonna go my way Time to get out of this place It's one of those nights It's one of those nights hey, hey. There's only so much I can bend before I break Can't stand the pain Searching for escape from this reality Can hardly breathe Hanging on to every word you say All these thoughts are swimming through my head I'm in too deep Drowning in my sleep It's one of those days It's one of those days hey, hey. Now it feels like nothing's gonna go my way Time to get out of this place It's one of those days just take a listen to that i'll put you in the right mood yeah ease yeah. up nice very cool tunes man right on Appreciate uh it. new album ease up self-titled and where can they find this you can find it on itunes on any online retailer really you know amazon google play uh you can find it on our website on our, yeah. ease up dot bandcamp dot com yeah and you talk about the collaboration on that song with uh, you know, some of the Dirty Heads and uh, Tomorrow's uh, Bad Seeds. Yeah, yeah. John John uh, played percussion on that. And then uh, Moises uh, sang, the, sang the bridge and actually helped me write uh, a little bit of that song. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, How does that come about when you meet these guys and they want to be a part of it? Did you ask them or did they ask you? Or Pretty much we, I, I asked them. You know, I, I, I had that song. I just had like pretty much a, a chorus. Uh, and I took it to our producer, Louis. And I was just like, check this out. He's like, I like it. Let's 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 run with that. And you know, just that day, right then, we just recorded the whole thing. And you know, we're kind of bouncing ideas off each other. And they're like, Louis's like, you know, what would be good on this would be some some percussion. He's like, I have John John's number. Let me let me hit him up. And so he brought he brought John John into the studio, had him lay, lay down. And then I was like, you know, I want to get Moy on this. 
and so I called him up, and he came down for a day, and oh, right on. and you know, it's just it's we we've been having like a running joke kind of with the with the album, like it should be called Ease Up with Friends because we have a lot of guests on there. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm looking at some of the names on yeah, the list. Yeah, we have a lot of we have a lot of a uh, lot of good friends that were on it, you know, and so. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great to be able to work with a lot of a lot of really cool people, you know. That's cool. It also leaves room for when you're on stage and they happen to be there, exactly, maybe, and they want to pop exactly. up on stage and jam with you guys. Yeah, right on, for man. Sure. Ease up, and uh, we'll play another jam with them in a little bit too. Uh, but I want to uh, get into uh, another game with you guys Let's before we uh, get out of here. All right. Yeah. So yeah. this is a uh, game we play here on the game on the show. It's called uh, Porno Music or Not. Sweet. All it right. Is. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to play some music, <laughs> and it's going to be either from television or from Porno, basically. When you hang out with Ease Up, all music is porno music. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. yes. Whatever song you play, <laughs> ding, yes, that's porno music. Especially Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, it's more like Skinamax style. Oh. So TV, you know what I mean? Like it's right. Brown chicken, board. brown cow? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not videos. It's not brown bags and the nail. <laughs> we don't, <laughs> brown, uh, we don't actually hear cow. penetration. We just got to think about it. Right. You just got to think about it. What, if this puts you in the mood or not, and I'm going to give you a little sample, if you like. Give you a little... Uh, little idea of what this is and then I'll you this will be your tester if you will. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Alright, is this porn Shoot. or is it not? For sure. Straight for <laughs> sure. This song is from Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely porn. Everyone going on that? Yeah. yeah. Mark's thinking twice. <laughs> I thought I thought twice. I was wrong. So Don't think too hard. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> All right, you're going. Yeah, it, it is porno. Yes, it is. I've, I've seen enough porno with the volume down to know that's not. <laughs> it's not Debbie Does Dallas though. It's uh, Busty Cops. That two. Gonna be, that was gonna be my busty second cops guess. Two? Yeah. <laughs> your second Mark, guess. Mark has the Wait, sequel. It's Busty Cox too. <laughs> busty Cox. Uh, is that T O O two or T W O two? Um. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Is this porn? This is for real now, right? Here we go. Is this porn or is it not? Sounds like some Kobe tie. Yeah, I hear an anal in there. <laughs> this is a, this is a girl on girl porn. This is definitely porn. I'm gonna say no. You gotta go no. What I'm are you feeling? No. I'm hearing, uh, I don't know, it almost reminds me of some Phil Collins, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> some Phil Collins. Studio. <laughs> uh, Miami Vice. <laughs> Nate? I'm going to say definitely maybe. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. You're gonna, what are you thinking? It's a tough one. I think this is like one of those uh, background tracks for when you get a new job, and they're like, "Welcome to working at this place. Oh, We're going to tell you all about what it's like to take trash cans out to the dumpster and sweep floors." This is the this is the DVD intro loop the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, porno. You're going porn. Straight fuck fest. <laughs> 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 All right, is it porn or is it not? It is not porn at all. Oh, boo, Am I, am I three for three? Does that mean I'm winning? I think you're two for two. We only I played think two. No, we played <laughs> the other game, too. No, the Celebrex Oh, the Celebrex question, right? <laughs> um, no, this isn't uh, porno, and it is uh, not... Uh, what did you say it was? Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you say it was? An instructional video An instructional video, video. no. It was actually a... Uh, 
a television show called Learning Math. Interesting. Never <laughs> I, heard I mean, I could consider that an instructional thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Did I get a again. bonus point for that? No. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, I'm really competitive, okay? Is I will win this. <laughs> porn or Lightning is round. it not? <laughs> It's going to become a porno in here a second if you keep playing this. I kept saying, man, the way that I'm touching myself, uh-huh, it's all porno. You're feeling the vibe? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Yeah? I'm feeling the long, hard vibe for sure. I think this one, like a, a porny or whatever, like the awards for best porn music. The pornies? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what about you? TV commercial. TV commercial? It sounds, like, it sounds like elevator music Celebrex. to me. <laughs> <laughs> commercial. We're repping Celebrex hard. If you guys want to send us a check, Celebrex, no you're going to have to ease up music. <laughs> Rico, I didn't hear you yet. I hear, uh, I hear elevator music. I feel like I'm in a hotel. All right. <laughs> an hotel like an elevator right here. Is this a scene in a movie or a scene on TV or an elevator? <laughs> For sure. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't think this is porn. It's too happy. <laughs> not porn. Yes. Yes, porn. Yes, porn. Not porn. Yes, humping. everything. I'm just going to Daryl just like his default is, is yes, it's porn. Everything's humping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it porn or is it not? It is not porn. Oh. There we go. Is it elevator music? You know, it's kind of close to elevator music. I'd say that's kind of close Call where you're at. Music? It's uh, public access TV music. <laughs> Damn. For like, Mesa. Are you supposed to like call in and do a donation? We want to get you in the right mood. We call <laughs> Mark <laughs> Public <laughs> Access. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun game. Yeah, you like it, man? I can play. You want to play a bonus round? Bonus round. All right, bonus me, round. I got I to gotta get one here real quick. I only plan on two. Well, you guys can just enjoy, it. enjoy that music. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You guys are glad you're sitting down, right? <laughs> If I was standing, I'd probably have to hold a notebook in front of me. <laughs> Wrong microphone. Don't talk into that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this one? This is your last one. Is this porn or is it not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's not yellow, no. <laughs> this is what's going on in my porno, for sure. <laughs> what's going on, man? Ferris Bueller jumping over the fence and totally kissing me and taking me from behind. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna say porno. Would that be porno? called Ferris Bueller's porno. Day On? <laughs> <laughs> you, you say porno, Rico? I say porno. All right, what you, what's going on in this scene, man? Um, it's like he's you like know, I see two mustaches like kissing, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them's Nate's. <laughs> There's a great battle. There's a great battle going on between two mustaches. <laughs> Nate, yeah, Clash of the Stashes. I think this was called <laughs> Stash of the Titans. <laughs> so yes, yeah, yes. Everyone's going yes on this one. No, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it porn or is it not? It is porno music. <laughs> hey guys, I'll swept the floor. Awesome, yeah. man. <laughs> All right, thanks guys for playing. I like how that came full circle. So I know, right? About sleeping the floor earlier in the instructional video, and then you ended it with it. That was genius. That's, you did, right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And I saw uh, I saw the sweep the leg shirt over the weekend. That was kind of cool. <laughs> Do you know that shirt? You know that one? No. Sweep the leg from Karate Kid. Oh, oh, sweep yeah. the leg. It was, that, it was the guy. I, don't I know, I know about. Miyagi. I know about break the wrist and walk away. 
Break the whip. Walk away. Break the. Oh, they slap it off. Wax on. Where'd you do that from? Whack, Napo- whack off. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, man. I don't know if I would Forget about it. rely on that. Um, let's play this. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up here. Uh, it's another Saturday night. Cool. All right, Don, I can't wait to hear this. Another Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. I got some money because I just got paid. How I wish I had someone to talk to. I'm in an awful way. I got in town a month ago. I seen a lot of girls since then. If I could meet them, I could get them. Cause yet I haven't met them. That's how I'm in the shape I'm in. Another Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. I got some money cause I just got paid. How I wish I had someone to talk to. I'm in an awful way. Another fella told me he had a sister who looked just fine. He said I'll be in my deliverance. She had a shit resemblance to a cat named Frankenstein. Saturday night and I ain't got nobody. I got some money cause I just got paid. How I wish I had someone to talk to. I'm in an awful way.
policeman. I'm wondering just what you're doing with that gun in your head. I've been walking these streets, minding my own business. Now you come to pay me a visit, tell me I'm so why you're tripping. You said you seen me in the wrong neighborhood. Caught me with my blunt and my pipe, think it's all understood. I'm feeling fine, I'm feeling high, just look at my eyes. You're gonna find them legalized. Yes, I'm feeling irate. I'm feeling irate. He's up here and feeling iry. We are as we uh, we are wrapping up. Also going global with gas, man. Here on VoiceAmerica.com and the Variety Channel. And uh, Rico, what's up, man? Chilling. Nate, Have a good time. Good. Hey, man. big ups. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, man. Great yeah, time. For real. Mark. Thank you. And Daryl. Woo woo. <laughs> what's up, Daryl? Um, <laughs> you talk about feeling iry. You know, trying to get everybody out and you know maybe changing some minds out there into the world we're just discussing. You know, not the porn, but the uh, the drugs <laughs> earlier. But uh, you know, getting everybody on the same page is important. You know, I think. And so, what is the message for you guys for Ease Up uh, playing your music out there? The message, man. I mean, you know, sometimes I know life can get pretty uh, pretty rough for a lot of people. Uh, and you know, we we play this music because we want to bring joy into people's lives and. You know, have fun. You know, we of course we love to party, but you know, we know that uh, sometimes music and seeing a band play live it can be a great escape for a lot of people. Right, so, makes people feel good. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I, you know, I think uh, when people need to get out there and you know, you have all this dissension between our cultures nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to try to find that unit, that unity. You know, that try to get everyone together, which is uh, difficult to do these days, you know, I mean, yeah. without the exception of spiking everyone's, <laughs> you know, brownie mix or something like that. But, yeah. uh, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, what would it take, you think, uh, to get everyone more unified? Education. <laughs> Agreed. Maybe educated on it, probably. Agreed. Read a book. Read a book. Get off the internet. Pick something. Yeah, stop watch, stop believing to, everything you see on TV. Pick, pick something up that's concrete. Pick, pick up a solid object. Don't, don't read the internet. Yeah, read and, and, read and a book. It, and interact with other people, you know. A lot of right, times people get stuck on their phones or they're stuck on, you know, 
uh, their computers or whatever. And, you know, you, you see it all the time when you're just walking down the street. People are just, you know, glued to their phone, their head's right. down. You know, s- s- keep our, your head up and say hi to people. Our communicate, ability, you know? Yeah. yeah Talk exactly. and listen, you know? Right. Our, ability to communicate has been, yeah. our ability to communicate with each other has been, uh, you know, seriously changed sure. over the last 10 years. With cell phones and all that stuff, and right. nobody talks yeah. to each other anymore. Everyone's got no, their heads no. buried down in their phones, yeah. and, and still they like they. But people don't even call. You know, it's like you just get texts all the time. Yeah. It's like, why don't you call or something? <laughs> you know, like talk to somebody. Calling is becoming uh, an old school thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you guys do uh, go on tour or go on the road, you know, you're not obviously making it straight there. You have to stop over, or at least maybe stop and fill up with gas or gra- grab some food. So, are you finding a little more interaction with those people? Oh, of course. Not the you know not the people come see you play, but these are just the regular people at the gas station or. Yeah, luckily we've had had some download cards that we've been passing out and stuff like that, so it's been really easy to, like, talk to people, and and people, like, talk to us and ask us, like, because they see we're obviously not from here, like, from California and stuff like that, so a lot of people get interested in what's going on and stuff like that. Well, we're not afraid of people either. We're we're not afraid just to walk up to a complete stranger and hand them a download card and start talking about what's up, because everybody... I, everybody enjoys good art. Everybody enjoys good music, and um, everyone enjoys free stuff. Then <laughs> <laughs> people enjoy free stuff as well. So, Free's good. you know, uh, we want you know, part of what we want to do, and you know, we want everybody to feel kind of the way that we do when we play and and do this kind of stuff. You know, like there's a there's this feeling that we all get that we want everybody to feel with us because it's it's that's the vibe and the harmony that that everybody needs to feel. It's like when we're on stage rocking out, there's this electrifying energy that only musicians and artists can know what I'm talking about and you know at times or at times bands can project that to the crowd and whoever's listening yeah and the times that bands can do that that's that's the overall you know goal because you know if, if, ever, if we want everybody to feel what we got going on on stage even though they can't pick up an instrument they yeah. should be able to feel our you know, vibes. Our yeah. vibes. Right. It's, it's not just the music industry. It's the entertainment business now. So it's getting the fans involved in what you're doing on stage too, like the call, a call to response or even just like asking them to come forward and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's one thing I like, I like to watch bands do on stage is I want to see you guys enjoy the music you're playing, sure. you know, because that's going to make me want to enjoy it more. You yeah, know, if yeah. you're just standing there doing your thing, then... Yeah, I'm not going to be thrilled as much, right. you know. But if you're bouncing around, you're being a- animated or something like that, or you know, it's, you know, I'm, that's it's part of the show. Part of the show, man. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And it's also cool because you know we don't just play reggae, we don't just play ska, we don't just play rock or punk. Like we blend that together, so we feel like we bring, like the people that come to our show, are you know an eclectic mix of people right. that from different scenes that actually come together, you know, to check us out, you know, which is which is cool too. It's it's that it's like that. You know, bringing that, people together. That cross that cross we've been talking yeah, about. Right. We were talking about that. They missed that right. talk earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's great, man. Yeah, that's very cool, man. I, I wish you continu- continued success. Thank you so much. Ease up. And uh, where are you guys playing next? Uh, we got a show in downtown LA at the Salvage Bar on Wednesday the 26th, and then we got Bishop um, at McMurray's. Know, at McMurray's. <laughs> then we're playing the Tap for two nights in Mammoth. Nice. Um, and then we are doing an after party for the Big Bear Reggae Festival. Um, like next Sunday. Right so. on, man. And that's the short term. I know you got a bunch yeah. of stuff going on down the road of as well. Course, so of find course. them online. Ease up. Yeah. Uplift Festival. We got the show at the Rome Puck and you. Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, Summer Meltdown yeah. coming up. Summer, Summer Meltdown, Meltdown. Uplift Fest. Yeah, we got a lot of good things in the works. So. Well, right, I appreciate it, guys. I really do. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys and having you in. So yeah. Thanks for having us in. Thank Big you. up Voice America. Big up Peerless Group. Right on, man. Shout out Peerless Group. Shout out to our manager, Pete Jensen, too. Shout out Pete Jensen. All our fans, our fans. 
Shout out to Blake. Blake. Shout out to Blake. Blake. The homie, the homie. Blake coming through with the <laughs> shades. All right, everyone, uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you next Saturday here on VoiceAmerica.com, the Variety Channel. You're going global with gas. Woo woo. I got Peace. gas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.